Hey, Arissa. Hey, Arissa. Welcome once again to Hey, Julie. It's been some time, Danielle. Oh, my gosh. Life has been a blur. Has it ever? Uh, it's been a while. I, I'm so sorry. We, I, I, I was traveling last weekend. We could not find a time to get together. Kind of a bad time to take a week off, but there's so <laughs> much to cover. Just the climax of the entire season. The, the final, most important part. What should have made watching the rest of it all worthwhile? We missed. (laughs) I I mean, I watched it all. No, yeah, so did I. And let me tell you, I'm also, I think the most important thing we can take from the last few episodes of Big Brother is the fact that Wendy's serves breakfast now. Yes. Yes. I knew that because I watched television, particularly sports television, constantly. And Wendy's is is, is almost... Constantly offering me breakfast sandwiches. Well, the other thing, I live obviously in Canada, in Toronto, big city in, in Canada. And um, the there was a sign near our house, a big billboard that said, like, something's coming May 3rd. And it was clearly in the Wendy's color scheme and font. So we were like, all right, Wendy's announcing something. And I really have to give it up to Wendy's marketing team. They changed that billboard and that episode of Big Brother aired on the same day where it was like, no, we have breakfast. So good timing, good logistics on their end. If you're in this house for 60 something days and you're watching this timer countdown and you know it's (laughs) going to be going like... When they walked in and it was like this fast food restaurant (laughs) that has been around for decades only realized in the year of our Lord 2022 (laughs) that breakfast is a thing. Where when McDonald's McDonald's had breakfast for so long that people put up like decade long campaign to be like, just have breakfast all day, fool. Like all of that happened before Wendy's was like, should we even have breakfast? They were spending all that time getting it right. Yeah. Anyways, is that isn't that such a God is dead moment? for you <laughs> like i nothing i know like i was putting all my hopes and maybe one of us is gonna win a trip to nova scotia maybe there's gonna <laughs> yeah. be some magical power maybe i'm gonna see my parents oh god no ma'am we got egg sandwiches and i mean it was just yeah it was this whole everything in life is made to sell you something i'm aware of that <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm aware I acknowledge and I I see that. But Big Brother Canada really takes it to the next level. The product placement is absolutely beyond any other show I've ever seen, I think. And but here's the thing though, like that quality of the rest of the show is also su- is like superior. You you would imagine something with a ton yeah. of product placement would be like, "Oh god, here we go." The, the rest of it's going to be crap because they're putting so much time and effort into the product placement. The show is better as well. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's a weird 2022 life we're living. But just everyone be aware that they have breakfast now. Sorry. Quit it I with was playing with I know. I know. You, need, Sorry. you need a little fidget spinner. <laughs> um so we have like two fucking weeks of every show to talk about. Um how do you want to do this? Do you want to try and breeze through stuff just like the important stuff or do you just want to talk about the finale? Let's just talk about the finale, because I think that way things will pop up into our memory. Okay. 
Um, if that's all right with you. No, that sounds good. I mean, it's why why I suggested it. Um, I I want to say I really like <laughs> what <laughs> these comps are too hard. Yeah, these comps are way too hard. Like, what is this Survivor? <laughs> this is. It just seems like it, it. It seems like they take forever. Well, you want to know? I mean, they literally take forever because. The, the part two of the HOH where they're rolling the balls down the thing and they have to land on the platforms. Yeah. It's like, Josh, with a time of 32 minutes. Betty, with a time of two and a half hours. <laughs> she could have just watched The Godfather. She could have watched The Insider starring oh, The Godfather. I, I watched The Insider last night. <laughs> no, you fucked you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people started listening to this episode. They didn't realize that they were going to get a Brett Al Pacino impression. And boy, are they in for a treat. That's it. That's it. I'm not a Pacino. I'm not a... Wait a minute. There's something under your eye. Oh, there is, isn't there? Okay. Uh, I thought that was just on my screen. Oh, no. It's a little something. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe a leaf. It's not a bug, though. Thank God. Terrifying. The bugs are out. The, it's warm weather. Anyway, um, so here's one thing. Listen, we're going to jump around a lot. Loved, or sorry, do you want to keep talking about the competitions? No, I just wanted to say that they're too hard. Yeah. The, the, cause it was like you have to get the ball onto certain spots or not even ball, like bag of sand. I don't know what that thing was. It was like a ball <laughs> wrapped in a rubber bag. <laughs> yeah. You had to get that on certain spots. While answering a trivia question, while also running back down, running up and down, it was like cardio as well. It was too, way too hard. I really liked Arissa's yellow jumpsuit. Okay. I thought that was great. I just think she had, I, we don't do hot or not for her, but she had a lot of really bad outfits this year. And I just thought the yellow suit was a great return to form. So I just wanted to say something nice about that. I just realized we might never do a hot or not for Julie Chen again. Okay. That's a great point. I know it's not Big Brother Canada, but like we should say our opinions right now. Do you think Julie Chen will be back this summer? No. I don't either. No. And who you think Jerry Jerry O'Connell? <laughs> it's just like Julie so Chen is like going to on... fade into obscurity. Oh, you love it's Star already Trek. Happening. You love Star Trek. Do you know the the O'Connell Romaine Stamos family is like the most embedded in Star Trek's there is? I mean, no, please tell me more. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell is one of the voices on the animated Star Trek's show. Lower decks and Rebecca lower Rome deck below lower decks <laughs> lower deck med <laughs> lower trucks med and Rebecca Romaine is one of the leads on the new Star Trek show Star Trek colon Strange New Worlds. Wow, all available on Paramount Plus. Yeah, I wish we had a fucking <laughs> promo code like every other stupid podcast. Uh, wow. It's just hard. It's really hard to keep all the Star Trucks like sequentially in your mind. Like, which happens when? And, oh, you know, they got Picard too. And then they had. They, that doesn't even start to break down the Kelvin timeline. Am I right, Danielle? <laughs> I don't even. I don't want to talk about it. We need to talk about Kevin, not Kelvin. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't even know. I've been how. sitting on a we need to talk about Kevin title for the episode all year long. Like I was like, well, I'll probably just do we need to talk about Kevin when he gets voted out. Probably going to be the name of the episode today. Thank God. Um, Jerry O'Connell, yeah, I, I would guess he's going to be our host for Big Brother. Julie Chen has already started her descent into obscurity. Can you believe that? I mean, honestly, she kind of was like on the third level of hell <laughs> already. She's hosting Big Brother. It's like the most popular, think- unpopular, it's the most popular show that no one's that no one watches. Yeah, that's true. Do you, you know, think you have conversations with people. You're like, pe- people you get to know a little bit. And then eventually you're like, I do host a Big Brother podcast. I don't know if you but actually you know mentioned what? that, but it's it's usually embarrassing. And they're like, what's Big Brother? Maybe. No, it is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is as we... Because <laughs> then people, then you have to do this dance of like, people are like, wow, you host a podcast? Like, what's it called? I'll give it a listen. And I just have to be like, no, so, you won't. No, please don't. <laughs> like, because I then I go. It's about Big Brother, and they go, "Oh, the show." I'm like, they're like, "That's still on." I'm like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is." And they're like, "Okay." I think yeah, I have I'll an check aunt that I don't talk to who watches it. It's questionable political. No, but here's the thing: beliefs. as as we have aged, Brett, both of us, as we've gotten older, now maybe it's just our cohorts are catching up with us, but like. People, when I say I, I watch Survivor and Big Brother, people are like, oh, me too. I love it, actually. Well, Survivor is cool to watch. People Survivor who are smart cool. and sexually attractive watch Survivor. <laughs> and lots of people's, like, weird relatives watch Big Brother. <laughs> That's like, that means that we are the weird. Someone is talking about us on a podcast right now being like a cool podcast about cool things like Euphoria. And they're like, oh, I yeah. tried to make this My the Euphoria podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Watches that show, Big Brother. Anyway, anyway, pour one out for Julie Chen. Goodbye. Uh, Can't believe we're like 20 minutes in the episode already. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, I did think that. Arissa's hosting skills were a little weird, just in terms of like the people who got evicted. And this was all season long. Someone, I think, even sent us a question or comment about it a, a little while ago where it was like someone would get evicted. She'd tell them to take off their mask and then she'd be like, Queen, what happened? <laughs> and then they'd answer and she'd be like, well, we love you. Anyway, like, well, the whole was show one- is, this show was edited so weird this year. Like <laughs> so weird. My, I've been thinking this with the stupid mask. Like they have to put on the mask to leave, and then it cuts. My my question is: Is the door to the outside different? Like very far away from the door to the inside of the big breath. Like the stage where Arissa is and no. the house. Are they like really far away from each other? Because no, that's I why a- I I think they might be wearing a mask. Because there's kind of like. There's an antechamber in BBUS. They hold the door up and there's kind of like 10, 15 feet between right. the door to the stage and the door to the house. I think it, it's a paper thin wall no, in between. But why is there so much editing? Why? I don't is know. Is it like they get up and they go in and there's like a I mean, golf cart and they go to a different <laughs> studio? No, there's no way. I think it's just... Um, 
a very overproduced show anyway. It's just they they do it for the sake of doing it. They just this is the a number. Yeah. Big Brother Canada is the number one employer of Canada. Okay. Wow. Everyone's got a job editing, making graphics, <laughs> coming up with crazy fonts. I thought for there them would be like use. a syrup factory or something that would no. be bigger, but no, wow. No. So there not you go. Not TSN, not the sports channel that like two of the contestants work at <laughs> <laughs> this year. <laughs> No conflict of interest. Um, Okay. Well, speaking of contestants, at one point during the finale. I have a question. I have have a question about one contestant and perhaps not the one you think about. Well, I'm speaking of several. (laughs) We saw everybody's, which is great. Yeah, it's great. But it was also like, Arisa was like, do you remember what was more epic than when Stephanie did this thing? And I was like, who the hell is Stephanie? <laughs> she did that for every single pre-jury member. Like That, that was a weird, these- crazy week. But yeah. there was a lot of like the most blindside he blindside to ever blindside is when Stephanie went home. It's like. <laughs> But they did that. They built it. They put all these people on such pedestals. And I know we say this every week, but every time they bring back, I remember Kiefer. Okay. I remember him. I liked him. I thought he was great. But they treat these former house guests like the fucking Beatles in the 60s. Yeah. The overreactions to like just some guy who won $10,000 last year is uh, unbelievable. I have a question about one of the... um... One of the non-jury members. Okay. I have two questions, two part question. The first part is not, is, is from my, it's not the main question. I just want to know. Okay. Melina, do you, you remember her? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, but it took some, I had to see her and be like, oh yeah, that girl. Okay. Here's the real part of the question. Did Melina watch Big Brother 10? <laughs> okay. You know what? If she didn't, I wouldn't blame her. She's busy. She's got a daughter. No, no, that's Tanisha. Oh, okay. I don't remember who Melina is. Melina was the first person who was voted out. She was like really cool looking. She had tats. Oh, yeah, she was too cool. She hated everyone. She hated everyone. Yes, yes, yes. I kind of forgot about her. And then she came back and was like, wait a minute. You're like really cool and artistic and, and probably lead like a very cultured, urban life like right at art openings and 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 small clubs and yeah and no you should go be the DJ creative sets. director for yeah. kanye's new girlfriend you know yeah creative director of the girlfriend yes exactly. i mean that should be a job i think it is wow yeah no i don't i don't <laughs> think she watched at all and i'm actually surprised I really didn't even notice her come back, but I guess she was there. Um, she was there. I'm they asked her a did. question. It was like, what was it like watching from home? And she was like, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have asked her that one. They should have been like, so how's it going with you? <laughs> <laughs> Melinda, cool. right? Oh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, she was way, way too cool. She had a cool tattoo. I also, I didn't think I ever noticed Gino's tattoo on his neck before. The, like, triangles? Isn't it like an eagle? I don't know. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of tattoos. He's got a lot of tattoos. And I think it's like an eagle on his throat. Sounds great. 
I mean, it was, it's, I never noticed it until this episode. Gino's a good guy. You know, I thought he had, I thought he had a good run and he was really cute. I don't know. I, I really liked him in the finale. You did not like Gino to start. You were I didn't. anti Gino. I thought he was very fuckboyish. Yeah. But I've come around. And I really thought his tattoo was very crazy. Another thing that I liked about the finale, you know how in BBUS, they're like, here's a key with someone's name on it. And then there's yeah. a camera pointing at you doing that. Shield the key with your hand and do like a, a reverse, a reverse handy to get the key yeah. in the slot without showing the camera who you do it. How about you, CBS, just build a fucking thing that covers the name? Yeah, just make it so that it's not even possible. It's not feasible that anyone would see it. How about you do what BB Canada does and just build a different box where there's like a flap and a thing and they put a disc in, but the disc is covered by the by like the height of the box. Why do we do this farce every year where Julie, soon to be Jerry, is about to be like, <laughs> what? hey, Marty, put your hand over the key and just slide it in. It's like, yeah. I what think the whole reason they even give her Canada's vote to do is so that she, it can be a final reminder of how they're supposed to do it. But mm. um, here's they could also just change the camera angle. <laughs> they could just <laughs> very easily do a zoom in of the person's face as they concentrate very hard on slipping that key in. Show the contestants in the house being like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah. There's lots of things you could do, but, you know, whatever. Um what did you think about Marty winning Canada's favorite house guest? Uh, made made a hundred percent sense to me. I didn't think it was <laughs> going to be anybody else. It made a lot of sense to me too. I thought I saw a couple of tweets that were like mad about it, but I was like, you know what? That just shows a blatant misunderstanding of Canada because Marty had the French Canadian vote. Yeah, well, and the French Canadian vote is so powerful. But they could have been split though, because Between Gino who? also Gino is French Canadian. Gino wasn't French so, enough. Gino was more French than Marty. No, he wasn't. Marty really dipped into that accent. I think he put it on a little bit. Mar I didn't even think Marty's accent was French. I thought it was like a weird. <laughs> like Norwegian. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> well, it was Quebec. It was very Quebecois sounding. And that pulled on those people. Marty won at least Marty one uh, like, um, like Canada's vote thing during the show. Yes, he did. I, he was an interesting character that you like kind of rooted for, despite the fact that he was so bad and kept like accidentally stabbing his his uh, close allies in the front. Uh, yeah, I mean, who else is going to be? No, there was no other option. You know who really started to rub me the wrong way? Is it a name of a fucking season? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Awful. I didn't, <laughs> oh, why did she keep doing this? She kept being like, I'm petty and I'm going to bring it. And it was like, bring what? <laughs> what do you have to, what? No, she was very she was put like, on. Exactly. No, I mean, to go back a few weeks, like the episode two Mondays ago, um, which is, which was a great episode because it was like 42 minutes long and 25 of the minutes were just things that happened during the commercial break of the previous eviction of the triple eviction. And Summer, who 
has no personal connections to anybody other than just being very likable. She doesn't have any game connection, like game personal right. connections to people. She's very personable. Everybody likes her. But I wouldn't say that many people have close bonds with her. When they were nominated and she wasn't nominated, they would ask for her vote and she'd be like, I don't know. I don't make promises to anybody. Yeah, it's just not me. And then yeah. the moment she's nominated, she flips the fuck out at Josh, who was the HOH on that triple. And she's like, oh, she's, oh, where is it? She's like, how am I, how the F am I supposed to concentrate now that I'm nominated? It's like, <laughs> what is your reasoning, sir? I mean, even her final question what? in the finale was like to the snake who stabbed me in the front. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was a weird. Like this like, whole game was supposed to be about her complete relaxation and <laughs> on, on the road to stardom. Because that was the other thing is when she wasn't being like, I'm, my whole personality trait is that even if you cross me in the slightest, I will be really mean to you back. Spiteful, <laughs> even if it's I know, unwarranted. Of all people, and then the and then the rest of the time she's like she's like kind of like you know pushing her hair up and being like I can't wait to be on TV. Mm -hmm. And it's like you suck. Here, here's the thing: this season already had a true petty queen, and that was That's Betty. Petty, petty Betty, not Petty, petty Betty. Betty. I'm, I'm Petty Betty. And pe Betty, are, this is like getting into now the final, the actual final episodes, but like Betty's eviction was actually pretty sad, I thought. Oh, and yeah. she was very clearly sh shell-shocked. Like this was one of, this is why I brought up how Arissa's like weird exit interviews were not satisfying. Poor Betty comes out, gets asked one question and I could just see as, as Arissa's like, we're going to commercial break and then we're going to have more amazing big brother. I looked at Betty and she's just like looking out into this empty, dark studio thinking, what the hell just happened? And where am I? Why? I don't know. These are questions I asked myself, Betty. I found it very relatable. I don't know if it's the, the turning of the seasons. I've been really emotional lately watching television. We haven't <laughs> even gotten into Survivor <laughs> yet. Yeah. But like all the stuff with Betty getting evicted when everyone's parents came and they're like on the other side of a plexiglass window. I bet I've just been like a mushy old mess, man. Like Betty can be petty, but Betty also like, the moment anything is like slightly wrong or feels slightly off, she's like, oh no, you're gonna hold me out. <laughs> she like instantly turns into a puddle. I don't know, man. It, 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 I, Betty was it's a great depth. Oh, you know, that's I, the thing. I, no complaints. Yeah, but that's that's the difference between a, pe a petty Betty and a summer. It's like summer never really, we never really saw more layers of that onion. Whereas Betty, it was, there was just so much. I'm still holding out that her and Kevin will get together. <laughs> no, she's dating another, like, where were we met her, like, ugly boyfriend? Whoa! No, I don't remember him. <laughs> he was on the other <laughs> side of the glass! <laughs> I don't remember him at all. The glass? I just remember fixating on the glass, saying, like, this is so weird. This is, like, the scene in fucking Cable Guy. <laughs> where no, I mean, touching the glass. oh, my God. Love isn't real unless you... Unless there's a piece of glass in between and both people That's put up true. their hands. I know. It, yeah, for sure. Um, 
So yeah, RIP Betty, she gave it a good go. Listen, she made it quite far and she did have one of the best POV wins when she got to yell at Marty, like, I'm not going home, not this time. So I think she delivered very well this season. One other Betty note from a couple of weeks ago, when Betty wins HOH, she gets a wonderful outfit from Winners. I guess I wouldn't (laughs) call it wonderful because that outfit, when she was HOH, that was O-K-L-A-H-L-M-A, Oklahoma! That was Sydney Sweeney in Euphoria not auditioning for Oklahoma. That was yeah. terrible. You know, I terrible. passed the winners this weekend. Oh, yeah? I was Did you pop in and, and just, get a cute, just get a cute sweater? An Oklahoma sweater? No, I didn't. I just looked at it and I thought, oh, yeah, that's the place that Big Brother, that probably gave Big Brother a million dollars this season. <laughs> Um. Yeah, winners. Did you? Winners. Go, no, so nothing else to say about the winners. I just like went by. It's hard because I don't think you get the commercials as well. I don't get any of the commercials. Thank God. the The commercials for winners. I'm like, who's writing this stuff, and why didn't they hire me to make it actually good? They try to make it this comedic take on like in in the office now. We don't wear suits. We wear cool outfits that mm. you can only get at winners. And they make the boss like this loser who can't imagine not wearing a suit in the office. But it's just like not well written. I don't know. I was like, I is this supposed to be funny or is this actually a take on office? Call? I don't know. I couldn't tell what was going on. And it's just very baffling to me. I don't like winners. What can I say? The Advertising did not work. Whereas Wendy's, I am willing to try that breakfast sandwich. I don't need a breakfast sandwich from a fast food restaurant. Hey, you never had Shake Shack's brekkie sandwich? It's very good. Uh, Actually, I think I did in an airport once. Very good. But that was out of necessity. That was like, it's either this or a bag of pretzels. (laughs) A little yogurt. A little Chobani. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Helena. Here's what I have Queen. to say. No. I have to say. You don't like her. It's not that I don't like her. It's just, I think she's so, for someone who got really far and was part of the probably the most important alliance this season, she's so forgettable. I really she's liked so her. She's so utterly forgettable. I completely understand what you're saying. I really liked her. I, I don't, She didn't do that much, <laughs> but she was also like really involved and really kind of a part of everything. Yeah. I thought honestly what was honestly the most we saw out of her the show didn't really show this a lot. But Halima and JC Lynn did not like each other. <laughs> they did not like each other and they got into a fight after the Gino Marty after the triple and it was like the only time we actually saw really that much like fire out of Helena. Um, it it was uh, yeah I don't know. I I liked her but I can com- I completely see where you're coming from. Yeah, I when I saw her I was like oh yeah Helena I like her but she just was she, I I just think she was totally eclipsed by Kevin. The one part that stood out to me about Helena in the past couple of weeks was when they had the parents. She and her mom were literally carbon copies of each other. It was incredible. They were like twins. I mean, that was amazing to see. Uh, Truly the same person. The same person. Should we talk about Kevin? We need to talk about Kevin. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
first of all, incredible. Just incredible that we should pat ourselves on the back. Every episode, baby. Because it, this no matter so what rarely happens. happens. Have we ever gotten it right before? Did we get it right? Yeah. Didn't we say that he, we thought he was going to win? Or did we say he was going to be first? I thought, I thought jo- <laughs> honestly, I thought Josh was going to win the entire time. I thought Josh was going to win the entire, like, I, honestly, I, I, okay. I love Kevin so much. Probably, like, instantly top two, maybe sure. top fa- like favorite big brother player ever. Yeah. He really proved himself again and again and again and again. <laughs> That being said, I almost felt a little bit, I felt slightly underwhelmed when the win happened. And I, I, I kept myself kind of out of the spoilers and stuff, even though I watched the finale like two, you know, on Friday, I guess. And it only happened on Thursday or maybe whatever, who cares? Um, What was weird to me is I was like, it's kind of like, first of all, completely deserving just absolute a plus game absolute a plus social gameplay all along um i was like i kind of had a feeling he was gonna win but i thought he was just gonna like win h i thought he was just gonna like win hoh and like get josh out and like take betty to the end yeah and honestly like josh had a really really good case to win um he won a ton of competitions i thought josh was gonna win like most of the season Josh is kind of that brand of like very boring person who like often wins Big Brother where there's like a very bland but attractive and charming and funny and physical yeah man who usually wins I mean not all the time obviously but like feels like there's lots of winners who are just like the good guy next door or whatever yeah. that's what Josh is right Josh yeah. is someone like who's Cody thinks- yeah, exactly. Josh is someone who sticks out his tongue for a photo and was like, wow, I was being pretty funny in that one. <laughs> I'm so crazy. Yeah, I'm so wacky. <laughs> Glad we got a wacky one in, guys. <laughs> I love that. Okay, sorry. I love that meme of oh the girl God. with a bag of chips on her head. <laughs> Have you seen this? I don't and know. the caption is, oh my God, she's so crazy. LOL, love her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't find it you can't bag of chips on head oh here we go oh yeah there we go <laughs> like that is josh that is josh right there <laughs> so i'm actually struggling so anyways I'm struggling a little bit with this Kevin win. Be- and because Josh actually framed it up pretty well. Like I'd be the first um, indigenous winner. I'd be like the second black winner. Uh, the second LGBTQ winner. <laughs> yeah. I'm and sorry. I'm just he's sorry. up against Kevin, who is like wider than mayonnaise. Kevin who played an amazing <laughs> fucking game, by the way. But Kevin, yeah. did Kevin win like more than one veto? Like Kevin, I think won like one veto and right. n- never won HOH. And that was it. Won part one of the final HOH comp and lost. He com- did Kevin kind of get by on the on the like white mastermind? That's a really good question. I didn't think about it. Be- I, I really thought 
edit for the other people. Josh was just so timid still seeming. Like his gameplay was not as aggressive seeming as Kevin's. And Kevin's final speech was really good. Absolutely. I'm not saying that Kevin got by on that, but it is just there are many other parts of Kevin's game or and Josh's game that I want to talk about. This is just the one thing that came to me where I kind of I did feel I I did like Josh in the end, even though we kind of a little bit boring. Like I'll completely forget his name three months from now. Yeah. Like George. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't I didn't think about that just kind of because I did feel bad for Josh in a way because he was he had he had such a stronger resume. Kevin was able to explain his resume a lot more. Well, that's the thing to to the to the um, the jurors like that resume makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure not to mention Helena being there for a bit. Uh, Marty was probably also a very big proponent of Kevin in the jury house. Like, um, I I wonder if I wonder. I mean, it is good to have like allies in the like, people who you were aligned with get to jury relatively in the middle of the game to kind yeah. of plant seeds for you. One of my other things with with Kevin's win that I think is really interesting is that. Is this the better, best way to do like the puppet master strate- strategist um, role, which is be the puppet master, be the strategist, but never actually win HOH or many competitions? Because yeah. when you're doing the puppet master stuff and winning HOHs, the blood is, gets on your hand eventually. With Kevin, the blood was like he he was there with the knife or he was there handing the knife to Marty or handing the knife to to whoever. But he was always the one, he was just always like, oh, I was voting with the house or I, I just flipped along with the house and I just did a smart move, you know, amongst the people who were flipping. And then he would give this very um, eloquent and and uh, overly, overly nice, uh, but also kind of mastermindy goodbye message where it was like, I'm so sorry to see you go. I had a real connection to you. But also I was a mastermind and I was working with X person, this person, this person. And that's why you're out. Like. I wonder if it was almost to his benefit the way he played to never win HOH. I think so, because you're you're describing what I think helped him so much at the end, which is he is so able to so eloquently explain what he did that it makes, you know, the message is the most important thing, right? He was able to say, I... I got you guys to do what I wanted to do by making you think it was what you wanted to do. Yeah. Like, I am i can't even say it as clearly as he did. But that was his entire game. And to be able to manipulate people into thinking that, to thinking, oh, this is best for my game. Actually, I have, I have to convince Kevin to do this thing. When in reality, it was Kevin who somehow planted those seeds to make them do his gameplay for them. I think, yeah, it was an excellent... Excellent, I think, mistake-free season. Like, did he ever do anything that jeopardized his game? I don't think so. I, I Perhaps. I mean, obviously not. He took it home, you know, the $35 gift certificate that the winners <laughs> get from Big Brother Canada. But, like, I, the one thing is potentially keeping Josh over J.C. Lynn. Apparently not. He literally went to the end. He literally got the yeah. final two with Josh and beat him. Yeah, fucking eight to so one. Not really, like 
I I did. I, Wait, who I was the other vote? Betty was the lone person to vote for Josh. Aww. And she and she had kind of a spicy petty Betty uh, as she put in her little disc. She's like, I'm voting for the person who actually played the game. And I was like, well, <laughs> petty Betty, <laughs> queen of not knowing who played the game. <laughs> the person um, the person who is evicted at final three often has the most completely unhinged vote. Which is fine because they're just so freshly out of it and piss off. They don't get to decompress and jury at all. Okay, uh, another thing I got to bring up. Herman and Moose are these two freaking chuckleheads need to tone down their acting skills. Oh, wow. Okay. They, the, the, the jury has segments with like someone walking in and they absolutely lose their mind seeing this person who like they saw last week. You know, they just are like pulling their hair out. Like jumping up and down. It's too much. It was too much. Uh, Herman is, was a bit much in every everything like like i really liked the kind of hollywood squares thing that they did that Mm -hmm. herman hosted but he was also like maybe eight percent too much herman at multiple points is like asking people who won money to buy a car off of him oh i love he's like marty's gonna buy a car marty just got ten thousand (laughs) dollars i don't think a car is ten thousand dollars in canada I think that it's was more. the best. <laughs> that was the best. He brought that up at every opportunity he could. He was like, whoever wins, I hope you come see me to buy a car. With their $100,000, Herman, they can't afford to come. Only they- Kevin can. <laughs> and I bet he lives close to a public public transportation. Yeah, he's not buying a fucking Mercedes Benz from you, Herman. Marty, Marty, he's like, Marty's buying a car. Marty got $10,000. That's like a tire. <laughs> it's and with inflation, give me a break. That's one in, week's groceries in this economy. <laughs> and, and moves, it doesn't Herman live in like British Columbia? Yeah, I think so. You gotta fly to BC. You gotta buy the Toyota, and then you gotta drive it back to fucking <laughs> Lake Napoleon. Ontario. Where the hell is from? <laughs> Like Napoleon. Yeah, Much like Stephanie, (laughs) Brett just discovered that Canada has lakes and he is giving them fun names. Stephanie was a complete dud. (laughs) She loved that she had this big blind set, though. She's like, I'm a meme now. No, you're not. Devon (laughs) is a meme. Yeah. He's people. Give me a break. Come on. I don't know if you guys got different memes. Um, Clearly, you have different memes in Canada. You have the bag. You have the bag. chips girl. <laughs> That's not a kidney. Everyone, look up "bag of chips on head" in Google. It's gonna be in the. It's gonna be in the Twitter <laughs> post when it goes when it goes live. I won't be able to know. <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm gonna be this girl for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. It's a great. <laughs> it's so good. I'll put I'll put the chips on my head and then I'll just print out the the text and then make a little sign <laughs> and I'll walk around going. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's the best. Okay. Um, so more anything else? Listen, I know it, but Who we cares? just have to talk about Survivor as well. But like we have questions to get to about Big Brother. So yeah, I just want to make those. sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's get to the UGC. Yeah, <laughs> the UGC baby. That's user generated content <laughs> for all of you people not in the business. Normies, all you accountants. 
<laughs> cashiers out there. All you strategic managers. <laughs> um, okay. Was First of all, we have a question from Spicy Marco. Was that Brett and Danny tweeting at the same time? I just want to call out that I went to tweet about a call out for questions and comments. I tweeted it. I thought it was a good tweet. And then I see 10 seconds before me, Brett put his heart and soul into a Shakespeare level tweet asking for questions and comments. So, yes, we did both tweet at the same time. We share one brain cell and it's firing on all cylinders. (laughs) Danny texted me. She was not happy. I was not happy. I hate being scooped. I hate it. I love being first. Be first or the best. That's what I always say. Yeah. Um, We're not the Washington Post here. (laughs) We're we're TMZ. (laughs) Um, We're not the insider. (laughs) You fucked you. (laughs) (laughs) BB fan 022 Aaron wanted to know. Did you see that Jed from BBCan9 tweeted a picture with Tiffany? It was implied that they were together. But now I've heard that it was a joke and he is actually with Summer. Um, I did not see that picture. I... He's actually with Summer. Summer's been like a free person for like 48 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? I guess it's, listen, Summer is coming. It's almost Summer. Yeah. So it's time to, sure, hook up BB can power couple. Here's the thing about Tiffany. I was talking about, I was talking about like big time BBUS personalities Mm -hmm. with my husband. And I was like, well, because we're talking about recent seasons, who would be like counted as a big uh, personality other than Paul? (laughs) And I was like, well, what about Tiffany? And he didn't remember who Tiffany was. And now that. From the most recent season. She's from the most recent. Yeah, season. yeah. yeah. she's okay. part of the cookout. No, yeah, she was. She was the best part of the cookout. She was, and I'm just like, wait, does everyone forget about the cookout? Was she not that memorable? I thought she was very memorable. She okay. was great. No, I mean, she was like absolute slam dunk, like returner. Yeah, in my opinion. Okay. Just making sure. Um, from Explogan Forty Two, do you think Kev's game is repeatable or once in a lifetime? What would be your secret or lie in the house? I'd also love a rapid fire review of any random stuff y'all have watched besides BB and Survivor. Have y'all seen Doctor Strange yet? Thank you for the amazing podcast. These are a lot of questions, and I really appreciate it. Oh, Brett, Michael Mann, the insider. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's along the same lines. I rewatched Network this week, the seventies classic. Mad at hell! You're not to take, not going to take it anymore. It's really good. I remember <laughs> yeah, thinking it was, was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember thinking, oh, this is fine when I first watched it, but rewatching it now, it's really good. It really called everything when it comes to news and personality-driven news with finger quotes I'm doing, Fox News, everything. Um, So I thought that was very good. I also just started The Staircase. And listen, if you want to see Colin Firth, dad coring it up, you got to watch The Staircase. And who wouldn't want to watch that? I've heard from, yeah, no, I've heard people like The Staircase. I'm going to watch it eventually. I heard there was some sexual content. Oh, there sure is. You see buns being feasted on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is par for the course for HBO, but now it's making its way to HBO Max. Whoa, yeah. I mean, you always see buns getting eaten on HBO. I don't think they show that much bun eating. They do. They showed it on Girls. 
and that was a while ago. Girls oh, started was... the bun eating, yeah. like at least showing the bun eating on TV. Interesting. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> I have like more questions about, about that, but I'm like, I don't want to say them on the podcast. All right. We'll save it for later. Uh, so back have, to the first I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. I will eventually. I haven't seen Doctor Strange and everyone knows I've made it very clear. I despise Doctor Strange as a character. So I will not, I will take a stand against this. Yes, Brad? Danielle, I have a really interesting thing to bring up to you. Please. Last week at work, we were like, we're going to do it. We're going to try and get like more than one person in the office at once. We're going to try and put some meetings together where we're trying to get like 10 people together so we can like bang out some like strategy talk and like not do it over Google Meet where like nobody is talking. Yeah. Everybody's camera is off. Yeah. A young mother in her 30s. Hmm. One of my one of my close coworkers really appreciate her takes. Yeah. Smart. Young woman, much like yourself, very same exactly. demo as you. I was just gonna say, Mother yeah. 30s. She's like, Have you seen Spider Man No Way Home? That movie's amazing. I just watched it because I'm a mom and I don't see movies in theaters anymore. <laughs> wow. You got Toby, you got Andy, you got Tommy. Who's Andy? <laughs> oh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I just thought, wow, moms don't like Spider-Man. I'm realizing that maybe you're in the minority. Well, listen, clearly I'm in the minority because this movie made billions of dollars. Yeah. And who am I? Who am I? I'm just some girl in Toronto who tried to have a good time watching it and couldn't follow the 18 billion storylines from different multiverses. They're all jumping back and forth in time. Some of them are dead. Some of them have been killed by Theranos. And they can't keep, I can't keep it straight. She's mad at hell as hell. She's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I'm sorry. I would rather I would rather watch season one of The Hills again than it's watch. So crazy that all this is happening while Lauren's gone, <laughs> or, or whatever. I forget. Yeah, that forget is. The what it is. is it is that the right quote? It, that is correct. That's a really good. You pulled that one out real quick. That's one of my favorite things that's ever been said on television. <laughs> and I never watched The Hills. I just know that one quote. From the soup? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> um, okay. Do you think Kevin's game is repeatable or once in a lifetime? Absolutely repeatable, but not by any Joe Schmo. Yeah, 100%. It's repeatable. I mean, I was very surprised at how the, the final five or so shook out and that he won like in spite of the fact like he didn't fucking win anything but I, yeah. I think the I think the strategy here is be really like have, he did have a really excellent social game despite the first two weeks or so everyone thinking he's a little bit of a weirdo by that by by the end of the game everyone really appreciates you and knows what you're doing in terms of playing mm -hmm. in terms of getting to know people socially and then also I, maybe it was just like the fact that he didn't really win much so he didn't he didn't like force like negative emotions with anybody. Like nobody thought of him poorly. Everyone was like, oh, he's that nice kind of strategic guy. Well, he never, he never got me out. He never. And then you realize, oh, wait. Yeah, he did. He got everybody out. Well, it reminds me of a quote from famed restaurateur Danny Memphis? Myers. No, not this. <laughs> who looks what, what does the market want? <laughs> Danny Myers, who owns Shake Shack already mentioned in this podcast. He he says, people don't remember what they eat at a restaurant. They remember how the restaurant make them made them feel. 
Yeah. And that's the same thing with Kevin. You might not know what the hell he's talking about, but you remember the way you felt during that conversation. He makes you feel smart. He makes you feel valued. He makes you feel heard. He makes you feel good. And so, yeah, why wouldn't you trust him? But not everyone can do that. Not everyone can do, not everyone has that kind of social game and that kind of high, um, what is it, like EQ, emotional Nobody knows what EQ is. Nobody what is knows what EQ is. <laughs> or, well, no and I have it. high it. <laughs> what would you, what would be your secret slash lie in the house, Brett? I know what mine would be. That you're in your 20s. No, no one would believe that. <laughs> Are you kidding? With my maturity? <laughs> um, no, I would, but I would lie and say that I didn't have a child. I wouldn't oh, yeah. want people. It's no. such a stigma to be the mom. I would not want that. Yeah, stigma. moms have never won anything. No, and I um, just so I would lie. I would be like, I would probably try to make it seem like I was like an over the hill like party girl. I don't know. I would <laughs> probably say that I. I would probably be like my lie would probably be like that. I'm not a super fan or whatever, but I'm such a fucking know it all about everything. Like that would be. Yeah, you'd be you'd be eating your fists trying. I don't to have not a, say anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the ability to to lie about stuff like that i'd rather yeah. just like like any sort of like secret powers and stuff i would just kind of keep to me completely like mm-hmm. i think people like often lose out when it's like when their powers and stuff are known it's like just shut the fuck up you don't know these people and also i would just lie to people's faces all the time like i would i would literally swear on my parents my grandparents my children that i don't have like i will i i would absolutely say anything that needed to be said to lie to someone's face yeah to like get my you know whatever i needed short term out of it like i mean i love to like take my wedding ring great even if i wasn't married i'd be like take my wedding ring yeah bring a piece of metal sure yeah (laughs) yeah um the saboteur wants to know since Kevin is the first winner since Dr. Will to win without an hoh while playing from behind is he one of the greatest mind blown uh, yeah, I, I I think he is one of the greatest. He's just made it all seem very seamless. I, I never thought he was in trouble. Like, he he never seemed like he was treading water. I don't know. It was, he did very well. Yeah, and also Dr. Will, like, Dr. Will is iconic, obviously. Dr. Will was playing chess when people didn't even know chess existed as a sport. Right, right? this like, was so long ago. BB2, like, he really understood, like, the kind of new format of BB so well. And he knew, he was really, he was so good at it. And this is not to take anything away from him, but, like, this was so long ago. People didn't know that you had to, like, that you could be like that or that you had to be like that to win a game like this. And Kevin was doing this at a time when, like, chess has been invented and there are other people playing chess. Right. Um. Marty, for as like much like boneheaded things that he did, like Marty kind of was a somewhat decent player. Um, Helena obviously knows what's going on and knows like the right strategy moves, you know, Josh and Betty. And this was a really good season of Big Brother. Pretty much everybody was really excellent, especially the second half of the game. It was a really excellent player. So um, I would say it is maybe even if it's not like as kind of iconic or. 
I, I don't know. I think Kevin's win might be a little bit more impressive just because everyone knows what that archetype yeah. is, how that is, like he how that cool. game is played and how to do it. Whereas like Kevin was just kind of like, Kevin just like showed up on an alien planet and like made fire and every, all the little aliens were like, and they'd never seen the fire before. <laughs> what a fun alien noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then chaotic new archetypes you want to see on BBUS. I mean, every Fuck year boy we grandpa. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was Kevin Schluber. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was great. He was he was in a league of his own. Um, he was playing a completely different game than everyone. Yeah, we've done an episode where we a couple seasons ago where we Who did said he say goodbye to? <laughs> Matt. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good summer. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, we where we said the type of very specific archetypes we'd like to see because I remember mentioning I wanted to see like a Mormon mommy blogger on the show oh, yeah. um, and I still hold on to that there aren't really they haven't really invented any new types of guy recently so it's hard for me to say any new I- archetypes I want to see on the show you know what I mean this is a question I should read in advance I can't I can't improv a question like an answer like that I want to see Bean Dad on the show I still yeah. want that. I remember we, that was on our wish list. There should point. just be more dads on the show. <laughs> more dads. Um, can you think, this is from One River Mike. Can you think of a more heartbreaking Shakespearean tragedy than Betty and Josh in the Big Brother universe? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Marty and Gino. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought the Marty Gino stuff like this was really Shakespearean and 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 sad, but I got thought Marty and Gino was like a lot more like something you would find in a in a play with like amazing writing where it's like this guy keeps accidentally stabbing his closest ally in the back and, and ultimately gummy bears. Yeah. ultimately like loops him in on this like random process and then sends home this guy on his own HOH. Like that was like, that was such a perfect poetic ending for, for yeah. Gino. And... Yeah. So actually that is a very valid answer. Um, very Shakespearean. I hope Betty and Josh can get over it. And I think they Betty will. Mostly. I imagine yeah. they will. If she can come around on Kevin, who she hated in the first couple, she of came weeks, around I think on Josh can... like a week ago. Remember, yeah. Josh put her up, and she was like, "Ah, oh, burnt, you know, all burnt. What is it? Burnt fields, burnt. You burnt. You know what? Scorched burn earth? your scorched earth. There we go. Yeah, scorched earth behind you. Like, she, <laughs> and then like two days later, they're like, "Oh wait, yeah, let's just do everything we can to get Kevin out." And then they mm-hmm. didn't they do that, but yeah. Um, and then finally, we sort of answered this. MREP2 wants to know, thoughts on Marty, of all people, winning Canada's favorite player. We sort of already answered this. Look to the Quebecois, the French Canadien. You cannot underestimate their power. They almost seceded from Canada. Yeah, if you're going to secede, if you can like basically almost secede from a country, and a big, like a big, powerful country, <laughs> then you can do anything, including fucking vote for a guy to win 10 Gs. <laughs> that's the thing how much is second place on big brother she said it at one point i think that was like 20 or 30 i think it must be 20 let's go on the lower end and then yeah, yeah. ten thousand. that was the thing I, I turned to my husband i was like okay 
$10,000 for spending 24 hours a day in a house for, for, for three months. Like what I promise you, whatever uh, Marty does, whatever his job is, he would have made more. If he oh, just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I don't well, really yeah. get the excitement over this. I don't get it either. But OK, I guess it's just the honor, right? It's an honor to be. Canada's oh, it's all favorite. about honor for, for <laughs> honor and dignity. <laughs> um, that's it for Big Brother Canada. Let's I think. Yeah, let's let's blow through Survivor really quickly. We missed two weeks, but we missed three evictions. Unless you have anything really important to say about the what, uh, like the, any of the details of what happened, I think it's. I think probably we need to, you know, say R.I.P. to Roxroy to Tory. I know, and uh, big R.I.P. to Roxroy. Less of an R. Rest and piss to Tory. Who got voted out this week? Hi. Hi. Oh yeah, and hi. Hi was amazing and he had a great I love the way he laughed. I just thought he was a great had a great Hi attitude was and he was really yeah. cute. Um one thing I I have to say in this short amount of time that we have and you know I hate saying it but I'm a fair person. You so are. I will say it. Hashtag Brett was right about fucking Lindsay. Where did this girl come from? She went from being a ghost, oh. literally less visible than Helena. That's who and I look for in like these games, <laughs> especially Survivor, which like kind of knows the outcome in advance. And they're not going to like, they're not going to make the wi the winner, the hero for the entire, like they are going to make the winner a bit of like a who? <laughs> she is a For who. the first half, yeah. <laughs> Horton is a who? <laughs> But she beat Jonathan at a challenge. I think this is the second time she beat him at something. She won both challenges. There was two challenges. There was a there was a pure reward and a and a and a and an, and an immunity. There were two challenges this episode. She won both of them. Yeah, this woman. How is she so good? I can't. And she does not come across as um, particularly threatening at all. I just I'm really amazed. Good for yeah. her. I think yeah. it's great for her. Um, we got a lot more wet Jeff as well. That's something oh, else he I was, to say. It was very rainy. You ever rainy. see photos, like a video in the zoo? It's like Cincinnati Zoo is posting a video of the uh, gorilla enclave today, and it's raining in Cincy and all these <laughs> gorillas. I'm like, fuck. I'm in fucking Ohio, and it's raining. That's what Jeff looks like. <laughs> um it looked incredibly uncomfortable. That was mostly my thing. Also, the producers are rigging this so hard for Marianne, which oh is my very God. funny to me because, like, I don't think they anticipated the audience getting a little sick of Marianne as soon as they did. But now they're they're so obviously giving her. They're like, just go look under that tree. There's another idol over yeah. there. <laughs> but yeah, can we talk about Mike and Omer having very mm -hmm. attractive partners at home? I mean, I'm not surprised, really, from from Mike. Omar, isn't Omar a virgin? Yes. Maybe that maybe that helps. You know, they just. I mean, they showed like their families. I mean, I, I through tea, I was like crying with them, and I was like, <laughs> Omar's girlfriend. What do I got? <laughs> I got nothing. It's hard. It's hard to find love. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. 
fucking it's hard to find love. I don't know I how anyone does it. Apps. The bullshit. Yeah. I deal with all these fucking apps. I don't know how anyone does it. It's really very difficult. And, um, you know, all I can say is good luck <laughs> because it's it, that's what you I need. Got, I got no patience. I got no patience. <sighs> well, everyone will find what they're looking for, I believe. <laughs> all right everyone finds everyone finds their little if you watched the ultimatum you would know that everyone finds what they deserve <laughs> everyone, everyone <laughs> finds what they deserve and then what they deserve forces them to make an ultimatum exactly between them exactly. and some stranger on a television show i need a new netflix trash reality show i'm really running low they're running low uh, too man yeah Oh man, they took a real beating. Like, I saw they were down. They were down sixty nine point sixty nine percent. Their stock. Nice. They're like, can we get a Spacey back? Spacey available? We can buy low on Spacey. I think that yeah, we didn't get any survivor thoughts or questions, so I think that's, that's it. Um, we have another like three or four weeks to like really go yeah. hard at Survivor, which I I don't I don't mind. Uh, you know, breezing past it today. Uh, you know, hi, what a great character. Really liked him. Great. Loved him. Yeah. Tori, you know, I hope you find some inner peace, my girl. <laughs> Cause like <laughs> absolute, just absolute low EQ, low EQ person. <laughs> and also a mental health professional. And Roxroy, I hashtag Brett was right again. I said Roxroy was a nothing <laughs> and he would go out like a fart in a hurricane. And there we there we go. What else do I have to say? I guess I I ju- I think the vision of him wearing those glasses alone on the island, staring at the sunset, will stay with me for a long time. For, and for him, mm. no way, no way is he as good of a player as Erica was. And I'm like, because it's so interesting watching this season. You watch the season before the person who has that Erica goes on to win the game, and he gets it. And I'm like. Well, he's not winning the game with this the, the same advantage given to him. He's not going to turn that into a win. I just like nobody likes him. Yeah, except for me. <laughs> except for you and Mrs. Roxroy. <laughs> hey, but um, she works for a living. He stays at home. Yeah, she's she's out like, of the house. I got to yeah. get out of the house forty hours a week. <laughs> I can't deal with my husband constantly walking around muttering to himself, being like. I gotta build that little fire a little bit bigger. Uh, yeah. You know what I always say: measure twice, cut once. You know, <laughs> dad core. My, my dad core. Kids, my stupid kids. I have with this guy. Um, we're gonna be back next week, y'all, with more Survivor and other pop culture. Because I actually am watching a ton of stuff, and I just we knew we wouldn't have time to really get into it. But I will say, if you do want to see a very in-depth bun-eating scene, you should watch The Staircase on HBO. <laughs> we'll end it there. You can add us at <laughs> B- hey Julie BB. Email HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Um, you know, send us your BB24 host p- predicts. Yeah, send them in. Who's it going to be? Cast picks and host predicts. Yeah, who's it going to be? Who's going to be on the cast? Uh, what else should we watch? We have like, you know, we'll obviously keep watching Survivor, but there's, you know, probably a month and a half before another season of yeah, Big Brother starts. Yeah, we have starts. a couple weeks. Yeah. 
So we love, and you, we, if you're a true BB, I'm um, true, a true Hey Julie fan, you know that we do take requests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye, Arissa. Bye, Arissa. One final time. <laughs> <laughs>